From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Wednesday the 3rd of August 2022. Good afternoon. Today we'll be discussing the troubles besetting the Tory leadership race. We'll also be discussing three of today's other important stories and discussing just why people are annoyed at Taylor Swift. But first, GCHQ advises the Conservatives to change their leadership election rules. Since Boris Johnson announced his resignation a few weeks ago, we've seen the beginning of a leadership election to select his successor. This started with Tory MPs whittling down the candidates to just two, Rishi Sunak and Liz Truss, and is now going to go to the wider membership. Well, it was meant to go to the wider membership. Today, GCHQ, the British Cyber Intelligence Agency, has warned that hackers could change ballots, and as such, the start of voting has been pushed back, with members being warned that their ballots could arrive as late as August the 11th. Members can opt to vote online for the first time or on a physical ballot paper. One of the quirks of the system is that members were going to be allowed to change their votes after they submitted their ballots. They'd be given a code so that they could update their vote up until the election deadline, both online and via the post. GCHQ has warned of the vulnerabilities of this system, specifically that hackers could change a lot of votes near the end of the contest, although it should be noted that they have not been tipped off about any particular hostile actor, and that their advice is based specifically on the vulnerability of the system. To try and resolve these issues, the ability for members to change their votes has been revoked. The roughly 160,000 Tory members have been sent an email saying that their voting pack was on the way but that it would arrive with you a little later than we originally said because we have taken some time to add some additional security to our ballot process. A National Cyber Security Centre spokesperson said of GCHQ's advice that defending UK democratic and electoral processes is a priority for the NCSC. And we will work closely with all parliamentary political parties, local authorities and MPs to provide cyber security guidance and support. As you would expect from the UK's National Cyber Security Authority, we provide advice to the Conservative Party on security considerations for online leadership voting. Irrespective of the recent changes and fears around security, it is still expected that the winner of the election and our subsequent Prime Minister will be announced on the 5th of September. Okay, so that's the biggest story of the day, but there's a lot more going on around the world. So here's a rundown of three other stories. Voters in the US state of Kansas delivered a victory to supporters of abortion rights yesterday by rejecting a proposed state constitutional amendment that would have said that there was no right to an abortion in the state. This was a significant moment in that it was the first electoral test for abortion rights after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, and it tested the Democrats' hypothesis that the issue could be enough to motivate voters to the polls and save or salvage their midterm chances. Their predictions were proven right, as the anti-abortion measure was defeated soundly in a near 60-40 vote. This is a major win for the pro-choice crowd, and an unusual one given the nature of Kansas's political demographics, with it voting 15 points for Trump in 2020. Democrats will be buoyed by the result, and it remains to be seen whether they can carry this momentum into November. 
There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Moving to Russia, where, for the first time, the country's foreign ministry has levelled an extremely serious allegation against the United States. That the US is directly involved in the war in Ukraine. In a statement, the Russian foreign ministry alleged that the US was responsible for attacks by Ukraine and Ukrainian forces on populated areas in the Donbass region, and that the US had passed on intelligence to Ukraine that directly led to the, quote, mass deaths of civilians. A spokesperson for Russia's defense ministry went even further, alleging that the US was going as far as approving targets for American-made artillery systems to hit. Since the war began, the US has supplied Ukraine with 16 high-mobility artillery rocket systems, or HIMARS, the spokesperson said, citing intercepted phone calls that the US was giving final sign-off for targets to be hit by HIMARS. Germany appears to be on the brink of a major U-turn when it comes to nuclear power, if comments from across the political stage are anything to go by. In the immediate aftermath of the Fukushima nuclear disaster, Germany took the decision to withdraw completely from nuclear power, with the last three nuclear power plants scheduled to be shut off at the end of this year. Germany's Chancellor, Olaf Scholz, has, however, today stressed that it can make sense to keep the last remaining three plants running. According to Bloomberg, the German government has already commissioned another stress test of Germany's energy security including a potential extension of nuclear power. The result of this stress test will, Scholz has said, be published soon. This comes after Germany's finance minister called yet again for the remaining plants to remain in service until at least 2024, saying that they were safe and climate-friendly. That's all we have time for on YouTube today, but if you want our discussion of just why Taylor Swift is in the news again, then watch the extended ad-free edition of The Daily Briefing over on Nebula. Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also an extended edition of the show every single day, available to watch on Nebula or stream on your podcast app of choice. So if you want to support the channel and get a more extensive daily briefing every day, you'll want to sign up. And there's good news. Our friends at CuriosityStream, the streaming service which offers some of the best documentaries, is offering a deal whereby you can get both platforms, CuriosityStream and Nebula, for less than $15 a year. That's all the best documentaries you could want on CuriosityStream and then more TLDR on Nebula, including the extended briefing, other full exclusive TLDR videos, and it's always ad-free. Click the link below to get both services for less than $15 a year and support the channel.